You're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, and the man sitting next to me is nude from the waist down, and for some reason, his boner is jacking him off. <laughs> That's Jeff Clark. Hey, what's up? And beaming to us from the inside of his own anus, the man whose boogers pick him, Shuddy Boy. Yo. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you, you see what I did there? Changed it up a bit. Wait, you know? that, w- that was your intro. Yeah. All right. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Shuddy Boy's boogers are picking him, and your dick is beating you off. Yeah. Yep. We're, we're, t- we're turning turn over episode four hundred. Yeah, turn over a new leaf for for episode four hundred. We've reached a turning point in the show. My right, boner's attacking me. Oh, I can't believe we're at four hundred. This is <laughs> yeah. This is fucking insane. Yeah, let's not suck our own dick, so we have a lot more work to get done. You know who else is not going to suck our dick? Thunderwolf. <laughs> nope. So we got to give it another f- strong 400 episodes. Yeah. Imagine that. Reddit soured. Who saw that coming? I fucking love it. Um, I got a hot take. Oh I God. think. Here we go. Now we're struggling for material a little bit here on episode 400. I think that. I, I just assumed th- you had something to say when you went, wah! I got something here. I think the three Mexican countries <laughs> is the greatest mistake in the history of mistakes ever made. It's definitely in the GOAT conversation for best on-air TV fuck-ups. It's so good. If you can't laugh at that, I don't think we could ever be friends. So you're, of course, talking about Fox News reacting to Trump cutting off aid to, like, what is it? Guatemala, Guatemala, Honduras, and, and El Salvador. Yeah, you know the Mexican countries. Three Mexican countries. <laughs> it's so, oh, it's so good. It's so good because they're not even trying to hide it. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> hey, if it's south of Texas, it's all Mexico. <laughs> El Paso, Chile. Pff, nice try, Mexico light <laughs> Mexicans. <laughs> the best part is like looking at it from like a media perspective. So. You're not the the AP style book and just English rules are you're not supposed to write or um, for for single digit numbers you write them out versus do the letter for double digit you do the number. However, <clears throat> in headlines or on TV Oops. you can write out the number. So I just envision like the associated producer writing the 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 TV title. Trump cuts off aid to three Mexican countries. He spells out three, and then the executive producer looks at it as like, no, you idiot, this is wrong. You can write out three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, you idiot. Could you, could you imagine how embarrassing this would be if that Chiron went to air? So, so they cross out three. Number three. And they put the number three. So, all right, three Mexican countries. Perfect. We can go. <laughs> I just say. I know. I don't think you ever saw "Boom is the Dynamite." Did you ever see yeah, that? Yeah, "Boom Goes the Dynamite." Oh, boom, guy. "Boom Goes the Dynamite." All right. Yeah. So that and uh, 
what is it? Something wrong or yeah, yeah, something wrong. Yeah, something wrong. This one. Something wrong. Holy fuck. Holy fuck. Yeah. Holy fuck. I think this one. I guess it's different. It is, something it is a little wrong. Bit different, but it's a better on-air fuck up. It's funnier. Yeah, it's it's right. Or it's like, or is it too? Is it too much? Two thousand nineteen. Trump cuts off three. Yeah, whatever. They're all Mexicans, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever. All the Mexican countries. I want three of the Mexican countries cut off. Well, which ones? You know, I I, I want to do like a, a a jaywalking segment or just an ask a stranger segment. Maybe we go to like a Tennessee Walmart or like a Kentucky Walmart and be like, all right. So, question: Can you name the three countries Trump was referring to, and uh, the three Mexican countries Trump was referring to, and then he wants to cut off uh, aid for? And then whatever they say will be the right answer. So then, like, sure, Brazil, Spain, and Jamaica. Like, yep, ding ding, correct. Those Mexican countries. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> you really know your Mexican countries. You. Man, you're a genius. We also would have accepted El Paso, Venezuela, and Tijuana. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'm going to watch well, more Fox and Friends. I'll tell you that. It is April Good Fool's work. Day. I, I can't tell you how much I fucking hate April Fool's Day. I hate it. I'm not a fan either. I hate all the bullshit that comes along with it. Mm-hmm. As, as uh, a radio producer, I have to try and aggregate news stories every day. To try and give us, you know, topics of conversation, stay up to speed on what's happening in the world, see, see, see where things are going, see what the big news is. And these fucks want to ruin one day in my year with their like, oh boy, this seems like a pretty big news story, but is it just them fucking with me? That's right. You got to be on April Fool's Day lookout everywhere. It could be so coming stupid. Could be coming from anywhere. And as a guy who loves jokes and pranks. April Fool's Day can suck my dick. It's so dumb. I feel like a lot of sports media, like, Hafner took the day off. Like, a lot of the shows that I listen to and even the podcasts that I look for on Monday weren't here. And I think it's partially, like, they don't like April Fool's Day or they don't have any material for April Fool's Day. Or maybe that is their April Fool's Day joke is that they're just going to take it off. But. I'm trying to see, because um, I know there's there's been some throughout history that have just been, you cocksuckers. Like, why do you have to play with my heart like that? Like, I think even Rain Wilson tried to get in on it today on Twitter. Sniff the bag. Hold on. We okay. just opened up, real, real quick for the listeners at home. Everyone who's listening is probably at home, right? Anyways, uh, for the listeners, we I, got, I, I bought a bag of Cheetos, Sweetos, eggs caramel flavored so we're they're sponsoring episode four parmesan poof and um the jalapeno cheddar poof i'm telling kevin that he should just sniff the bag because the smell of these is goddamn delicious i want that as like a musk yeah i want to shove this whole bag up my ass and assimilate these these treats into my dna (laughs) Yep. And to do that rectally is the best way. Wow. Oh, they're so good. These are light. I thought they were going to be crunchier. I like their lightness. I almost feel like they can melt in my mouth. They do. God, these Sweetums poofs. Mm. Is it Sweetums? That's, isn't that the thing? Sweetos. 
Sweet O's. Yeah, Sweetums is from Parks and Rec. Yep. Very good. Very good snack. Yeah, these are awesome. Uh, quick score. Halloween-themed white cheddar bone-shaped poops. Through, through two of them, I'm going to go with an 81. Um, they could use more flavoring, but the lightness is just amazing. Well, these are the caramel ones, and they have the cinnamon ones too, right? I don't think so. I only saw caramel. I don't know. Well, they do, they do also do sim- cinnamon sweetos. Okay. I We've didn't had them before. Right. All right. Uh, all right, Kevin. I'm just scoring these, and I give them an 81. Well, fuck. Keep up, Jeff. What do you want me to do? I, you son of a bitch. Stay on topic, you motherfucker. What, what do you am. think I'm of these? I am. talking about Sweetos. What do you think face? of these? They're guys, fucking delicious. Guys, guys, They're good. Fight nice. Anyways. Oh, man. What are we talking about? Fox and Friends, right? I don't know. You interrupted me. Fox and Friends? No, we weren't. No, we were done with we moved Fox off. and Friends. We moved off to Fox and oh, Friends. Oh, April Fools. Oh, yeah. You hate April so, Fools Day. You're I think April Rain Fools Wilson Grinch. tweeted something out saying, like, hinting that Netflix was going to revive The Office. Like, come on, man. Yeah, that's gay. Don't fuck with me like that. Because it's very believable. Yeah. Because that sounds like a $3 billion idea. Especially in a day and age where everybody is just starving for any sort of good news whatsoever. Also... Just to drill down on that April Fool's Day joke and that idea specifically, who says no to that? There's got to be enough money out there that Netflix and all those people could could come up with to make everyone say yes. Maybe. Um, like, what is Creed doing? Like, he says yes, of course, I right? I mean, Stanley. Hopefully Creed is, I mean, he was pretty old when The Office ended. How old is he? was he? He's probably close to 80 right now. What? I didn't know he was that old. Okay. Oh, yeah. Creed Bratton. Yeah, he's like a musician. Let's see. So The Office ended like almost six years ago. He is... Has it been that long already? He's 76. Want to hear something funny? I've literally never seen a non-Steve Carell office. You never watched after he left? No. I just gave up on it. still had funny moments. Yeah, I just... I don't know. I couldn't get behind it. You know what? I'll never. This is something I always think of when I, when I'm either talking of or watching The Office, or Rob Sprantz comes up. But he is a huge. The English Office is better than the American Office guy, and that is so typical. Fucking Rob Sprantz. It's unbelievable. He would be that kind of fucking douchebag. I hope he's listening. I'm going to text him this. I'm sure I have over the years. But he is that guy to fucking say. I'm sure your taunting texts to Rob Sprantz have never stopped. No. No, not since I got his number. (laughs) You are a professional shit talker, Jeff Clark. I am. Yeah. I want want the people at home to know that I do it better off podcasting. I I, I talk shit much better when I'm not being recorded. I hope that I can bring the same... Effort and intensity to the recording, but sometimes I feel like I come up short. Hey, man, they are really giving some bullshit here on the top 100 April Fool's hoaxes of all time. Yeah, that's probably an April Fool's Day joke in itself. It's like the second layer of Inception. It's just like a joke and a joke. Uh, what do they say is number one? Uh, um... um it's definitely not fat socks. A new line of socks to help people lose weight. Fat socks. Lame. 
This thing has number one from 1957, the Swiss Spaghetti Harvest. This has been going on since 1957. Are you fucking kidding me? What about your assholes? Can and this we is end back. It? This is back when the internet, before the internet, can like cut all the April Fool's jokes in the in the butt. Right now, you can see like a comment underneath it that just like flags it for being an April Fool's Day joke. Oh, here's one from 1996. The Taco Bell Corporation took out a full-page ad that appeared in six major newspapers announcing it had bought the Liberty Bell and was renaming it the Taco Liberty Bell. Hundreds of outraged citizens called the National Historic Park in Philadelphia where the bell was housed to express their anger. Uh, Their nerves were calmed when Taco Bell revealed a few hours later that it was all a practical joke. God, imagine if that happened in the day now with Twitter. Oh, yeah, people would be so triggered. Like, all right, time to build the wall. (laughs) Hey, sooner than later, right? Yeah, all these, like, don't even make sense. Wall truthers. Sid Finch. Oh, I know that. all this stuff. Sid Finch, that's the, uh, that's like the New York Mets reliever that was supposed to be able to throw, like, 150 miles per hour. Some. It was all fake? Yeah, some sports... This is back in the day before the internet. So some Sports Illustrated writer back in, like, the 80s wrote this fucking awesome story about this, like, this uh, pitching phenom called Sid Finch who who could throw, like, 115 miles per hour. He played barefoot and wrote all this crazy shit about him but published a story on the April 1st edition of um, Sports Illustrated. Again, this is before social media. So you see now on Facebook, Twitter, and all this other stuff, it's trending. April Fool's Day, April Fool's Day. So you're on the lookout. But you got to think of the average sports fan, like back in the day, or just generally speaking, they opened Sports Illustrated, came in the mail. They're reading about this fucking pitcher, and they go to work the next day, and they're talking about this pitcher, and like they don't find out for like a couple months. Like, yeah, that guy's full of shit. Like, that, that guy doesn't exist. That was actually a joke. So, those guys probably yeah. also don't like April Fool's Day. I feel like if you want to do have more April in- Fool's Day, how about, like, Ariana Grande tweets out a picture of her butthole, like, ha-ha, April Fool's, gotcha. There's a, there's an April Fool's joke I can get behind. Or you back out, and or she tweets a picture of what she says is her butthole, but then she zooms out later that day, and... It's her, like, pursing her her index finger and her thumb close together, so it creates butthole wrinkles. Obviously not her buttholes, because that wouldn't be the point of the joke. That actually would be kind of funny if she tweets out a picture and she's like, here you go, guys, April Fool's Day, whoops, here's my butthole. And then, like, people spend all day beating off to it, and then, like, April 2nd rolls around, and she tweets out, like, the uncropped picture, and it's, like, her chihuahua's butthole. (laughs) She's like, ah, you all beat off to my dog's butthole. Yeah, you all jerked it to my dog. <laughs> Anus cavity or her her brother's butthole. Mm. That's 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 a rough burn. That's probably not. Yeah, it's probably not street legal. <laughs> I wouldn't put my brother's butthole up there. <laughs> and I love clowning on my brother. Uh, which brother was it? All the birthday boy, Cheech? Oh no! But we do have to talk about that. Uh, well, yes, it was. But I I clown on both my brothers. So this past week, me. My brother's Kevin, Thursday, March 28th, my brother's birthday, turned 25. 
I thought uh, I saw I got an email that Tiffany Haddish and Anthony Jeselnik, who I'm a huge fan of, were playing at the Improv in Hollywood on his birthday. So we decided to go to Korean barbecue. It was not all you can eat the place that we went to, but it was still very, very delicious. Um, I can't pronounce the name though. I don't even fully remember what the name is. It would probably be racist if you tried. So yeah, you can just move on. Yeah, we're not gonna do that. But afterwards, we met up with Kevin at the Improv and went and saw Tiffany Haddish and Anthony Justinek. Do you want to give a review at all? I don't think we need to give a review because no, I enjoyed my time. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good enough time. Um. I wish Anthony Jeselnik um, was on longer. I didn't. I didn't know, and I couldn't tell by the email that it was a Tiffany Haddish show that Anthony Jeselnik was getting jokes in on. I knew. I knew it was a Tiffany Haddish headlining show, but it said like Tiffany Haddish featuring Anthony Jeselnik and more. So and I there thought, was no more. Yeah, I thought there were going to be like a couple comics were going to go up, and then Jeselnik would do like a half hour, and then Tiffany Haddish would do like forty five minutes or an hour or something, but. We just got Anthony Jeselnik for like 15 minutes and then, I don't know, what, an hour of Tiffany Haddish? Yeah. And so it was a very short comedy show. They're usually very a lot short. longer. And I was very disappointed about that because it was like $47 tickets. Or yeah, they were $50 really tickets. And again, the flyer said Tiffany Haddish, Anthony Jeselnik, and much more. So I was hoping to get some fucking cool drop-ins or just whatever. Just different comics. See... Sometimes they steal the undercard, steal the the show. But uh, I don't know. There were some firsts, right? She straight up took a break mid. It was a first for me. I never seen anyone take a break mid set and literally check their phone. And she kind of tried to make a joke out of it. I mean, I think it like, was. I don't think it I was. Took that, I took that as a bit. I took that as a really like. You took it seriously. I'm. She checked her phone and stopped telling jokes. And then just said, oh, this is rude, right? I'm not telling any jokes. I guess it was a bit of an Andy Kaufman uh, style of a bit, but I didn't think it was that funny. Um, She also ran a gift or a charity auction and did a commercial during her own show. So that was all memorable. I feel similar about Tiffany Haddish as I do the movie Us. Like, I really wanted to like Us, really wanted to like Tiffany Haddish. And I do want to like Tiffany Ash, and I root for her success. But I also would like my fifty dollars back, kind of. I like Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, I well, think she's hot. You're a pussy. Her you're episode of High Court with Doug Benson is one of the funniest things I've ever seen on TV. What the fuck? But he, Kevin said the exact same thing. That was like, and it wasn't even all that long ago. But like when when Doug came on the Ella Show to promote the High Court. He was like, you got to see this episode with this this comic, Tiffany Haddish. And at that point, like, I didn't know who she was. was yeah, like, she, she was a the... nobody at that point. He was like, she got so She's fucking high. She had a high. serious glow up. She couldn't stop laughing. It was so goddamn funny. You have to see that episode. You have to see that episode. And then out of nowhere, she just explodes and was like one of the biggest names in I comedy. He- I heard about her before she exploded. One of my girlfriend's friends are friends with Tiffany Haddish. And I hear Tiffany Haddish is awesome. So, again, I root for her success. And her show was pretty good. I just wish we got more Anthony Jeselnik. But I guess Queens of the Stone Age were there to see Anthony Jeselnik. And I'm a big Queens of the Stone Age fan. Not not like Mega. I'm actually more of a fan of Josh Holmes' other band, Caius. I really like them Fuck Crooked Vultures. Guy. You don't like Josh Holmes? 
Nope. I said he's a home wrecker in our group chat. Did you think I was talking about something else? I didn't mean. Did I didn't you know fuck your mean. girlfriend. How? No. He uh, he slept with Tim Armstrong from Rancid's wife while they were still together. Okay. I don't. All right. I'm not much of a fan of Rancid. I don't. I don't know any of their songs. I'm not hating. I just. I just don't know that much. But anyways, they were there, and Anthony Jeselnik shouted them out in the show. And we saw them outside. They were standing probably 10 feet away from us. And yeah, by the, by the valet when we were all waiting for our cars. Yeah, we're by the, yeah, exactly. We're by the valet waiting for our cars. And Cheech is talking to us about this time that he saw Queens of the Stone Age. He's like, dude, I was so close to them. I was like literally from, from, from where we're standing here now to those guys over there. And he's pointing to Queens of the Stone Age. <laughs> he was like, he was like, yeah, like it was like ten feet, like right between us and those guys. Like you see those guys, right? Like, yeah. And Queens this was Stone after Age. I had just like said to you guys, like, oh, check out fucking Queens of the oh, Stone no, Age. Oh no, it gets better. It gets I better. I know, but like that—that that was before he started talking. That was why he brought up Queens of the Stone Age because I was like, dude, Queens of the Stone Age. Right. Look, check it out. Like right over my shoulder. Look, look, look. Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. And no, it gets better. It still didn't dawn on that dumb motherfucker that that was Queens of Stone Age. Well, I could, t- I could tell he was, like, not picking up on it, and we were all laughing about that. Right. And then I made the joke, like, yeah, see that pole over there right next to Queens yes. of the Stone Age? That's how close I was to Queens of the Stone Age. And uh, Bill started laughing so hard, and I looked at Cheech, and I thought at that moment it looked like he got it. No. But apparently he didn't. No, no. So... So the the valet shows up with their car, and you know we're we're bouncing. We're going to California Donuts, get his birthday dessert, whatever, whatever. And we get in the car, we start to drive away, and the guys that Kevin was joking about and pointing at, uh, my brother's like, "Oh, whoa, that's Josh Holm, Queen of the Stone Age." It's like, <laughs> it's like, what, dude? Are you fucking serious? And we just drove away, right? I mean, what are we gonna do? Get out of the car at that point? But like, oh, hold on. But say hi to Cheech for his birthday. I honestly try some of his goulash. I <laughs> some of his birthday goulash or Christmas goulash. I actually looking back on it, we should have said something because I honestly like I love Caius and I feel like he obviously if he gets attention, it's mostly based on Queens of the Stone Age, and if not, probably them cro- crooked vultures. I feel like very rarely does someone go up to him and be like, dude, Caius fucking rules. And like my, me, my brothers, we love Caius, dude. I fucking, I think that band kicks ass. And I think like he would have been into just at least taking a picture. Like, I'm not saying we're going to the bar with Josh home, but like, oh, it's my brother's birthday. We like Jesselneck. You obviously like Jesselneck. Like we fucking love your band. He was at, he was 10 feet away from you. You know, I don't know. We should have gotten a picture or something. I guess what I'm getting at. But it was fucking, dude, wa- driving away. And I was like, dude, that's Josh Home, Queen of the Stone Age. Like, what? Jesus Christ, man. How bad did you and Bill clown on him for that? Uh, pretty good. Did you pretty just good. like both just burst into hysterics? Yeah. I was just like, what? Because I thought, I thought we had all shared that laugh of like, oh, Cheech finally just put it together. Ha ha ha. No. And we were. No, no. He Holy never. Shit. He. Was just laughing to get us off his back, I guess, or to like, I don't know, just to end the conversation. But he had no idea. And again, it was like we actually. The funny thing about it is that a lot of the the, the point of what his story was that we were so close. He was so close 
at the concert to Josh Holmes. So he's obviously a big fan. We were standing close to him on the street. When we got in the car, there was like people walking past us and we're actually further away from Josh Holmes. And then he noticed. They go, oh, dude. It's like, what? Yeah. What the fuck? Dude? <laughs> so random. That was awesome. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I was, I was a little, Justin and I killed it. Tiffany and Hash did a pretty good job. Uh, I was disappointed. No one, the much more was a fucking lie. <laughs> yeah, that was there was dumb. not much more. Impressed food's pretty oh. good though. Random shout out. Food's Man, pretty my good. Fucking, oh, my back is fucking killing me. How about that random old uh, black guy that got seated at our table? That dude was, that guy reminded me of what? old man Clark is going to be like <laughs> just bitching about everything. Dude, I had to put him on too. Cause I knew where he was coming from. So this, this we had, it was a two drink minimum with the tickets and, and the, the, there was four of us and the show was sold out. So we had an extra seat with us. So they found, so uh, a one guy showed up by himself, older black dude. And they decided to put him at our table. Like, hey, we got to put him here. It's sold out show. Whatever, whatever. So we're all ordering our, our two, you know, item minimums. And it gets to him. And he just wants a soda, right? He's, you know, just a basic soda. Doesn't want to get drinks, cocktails, food, whatever. So he's like, let me get two sodas. And the waiter is telling him, like, instead, you can get a soda, but get it in the souvenir cup. The souvenir cup pretty much costs the price of another soda. And you get free refills. But all he heard was souvenir cup. Oh, yeah. And he, he just assumed it. more money. <laughs> yeah. And he, they go back and forth for like 30 seconds. And me, of all of all people, like kind of spring into action. Like, yo, dude, just get the souvenir cup. Trust me. And like he, he, I feel like he understood I was a spirit animal. He just like looked at me. He's like, all right, yeah, all right, fine. Yeah, I'll get that. Like he understood that I wouldn't do him wrong. Like I know what he's saying. Yeah, no and at one point during the show, he got like all grumbly and was like, and like got up and like, uh, went after the waiter of, over something. Yeah, yeah, I got mad that? about something. Yeah, I forget exactly yeah, what he it was. was. Very cranky. He like asked for a straw or something like that. And, like, oh yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. Get a straw and got pissed. Yeah, he he mostly sucked. And I guess he was like a Tiffany Haddish groupie that had like a fucking script to sell. And he was just following her around at all her shows and trying yeah, to get some time. Yeah, because he said he went to her. He saw her show like the night before. Or some yeah, show. like the forum. Like he just goes to every Tiffany Haddish show and tries that's to get his thing. He's got a screenplay. He wants to. Yeah. Put on his, oh, oh you didn't hear that? Yeah, that's what he was saying. Is that he's no, got a screenplay? You when that guy out. initially sat down with us, and he was like, "Man, what the fuck is this shit? Look at this. They are making us putting our phones in these stupid things. What the hell is this?" And I was like, oh, this guy kicks ass. We're going to have fun sitting at a table yeah. with this guy. And then he in- immediately just started bitching about everything. I was like, oh, this guy's definitely not as fun as I thought he was. So the phone... And then, the- like, because they give you a lot of comedy shows now, they, on your way in, they put your phone in some sort of, like, cloth envelope that snaps shut with something that's kind of like those garment tags that keep you f- from stealing stuff at clothing stores. Mm-hmm. So on your way out, they wiggle it over some weird little thing, and then it unlocks it, and you can get your phone out of the pouch. So we're all sitting there, and they're big, too. So we all have our things on the table, and after he does his whole routine bitching about the putting the phones in the, in the pouches, he gets up to go use the bathroom, and I made a joke like I was going to do three-card Monty with our phone cases because they're all identical. I was just like, oh, yeah. So <laughs> I was like pantomiming this, yeah, I remember. and I look over, and the guy was like staring at me like as I was like Grilling pretending you. to fuck with his phone. I'm like, ah, damn it. I think we lost him. 
Yep, it blew your cover. Yep. Um, no, but yeah, and the funny thing is that you would think he would know this since he goes to a bunch of Tiffany Haddish shows because that was her decision. I've never been to a place where they lock up or a show where they lock up your phones. That was the first time for me. Yeah, you know? they're doing it a lot these days. They did it when I went and saw um, Fitzdog at the Improv for his St. Paddy's Day show. And it was his decision? I don't know whose it was that time. See, I told my brothers that I thought that they said they put on the ticket that it should, that your your phones would be locked yeah. up for the show. So it was because I had read about the Tiffany Haddish um, New Year's Eve bomb. Yeah. So it was my <laughs> thought that it was her idea to get the phones locked up and not Anthony Jesselneck, despite his typically racy um, material. And I, I wouldn't have been surprised either way, but she actually like told a joke, told the story of New Year's Eve on, on stage and was like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm the reason. Yeah, that's, that's the reason that's your, what, your phones are locked up. Yeah. It's because I don't want to fucking bomb and ha- be on the internet in five Which minutes. I completely understand. Like, I think it's whack. I'm, I'm, um, about to make my foray into stand up. Mm-hmm. Good luck. And it's, I'll it, come it's, see you when you're good. It's fucking. Oh, so you'll be at my first show, huh? <laughs> yeah, of, co- <laughs> of course, I'll be at your first show. So, like, it, it it is like, it's a weird thing. It's 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 you you make yourself super vulnerable going up there. It's you know you're 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 never doing the same thing twice. You have to adapt to the crowd. Sometimes you throw things out there, and you never know what's going to work, what isn't. Especially if you're trying out new shit. And in this day and age. Somebody films you saying the wrong thing. Like you say, you try you try and get a little edgy with a joke. It doesn't go over all that well. You're like, ah, shit. All right, I'll scratch that one. Someone puts that up on the internet, and then your fucking career's ruined. Like, so, I get it. We got a bunch of fucking narc-ass t- tattletale bitches in society these days. I get that. I do get that. Um... Like Chappelle. Whenever Chappelle goes up at the comedy store... They 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 it's it's very thinly veiled. The it'll be like super surprise megastar guest, and the picture they use for the event is just a giant question mark. Tickets are always fifty bucks, and it always says your phones will be locked up. So if you don't want that to to happen, just leave them at home. And it's always Chappelle, right? Um, hey, I guess I don't hate it. I don't hate it because you know you want to protect yourself if you're trying new jokes or you're getting into some. A more scandalous material, but I don't think that was the case with her. She just didn't want to bomb and have it recorded. And why I I, I sometimes, or why I kind of, um, I don't know why I kind of shit on that is because you're gonna you don't have that same option, right? If you go bomb, it's on the internet. I mean, I put a, I have a video still on my Instagram of some rapper bombing at a fucking rap show, like real bad. Real bad, dude. Um, so, and I, to an extent, I feel for that guy, and I would feel for you if you bombed. And I, I mean, feel it for sucks. Her. I have it's tough. But, I've bombed like, on the radio. I've thrown out plenty of jokes that are just fucking straight up cringy crickets bullshit, and it's like, ah, huh. fuck. I wish I could hit a fucking dump button and get rid of that. I mean, my whole uh, my first appearance on Howard is the most embarrassing, one of the most embarrassing things I've ever done in my life. I think, and that I feel constantly like gets my, replayed. I feel. <laughs> I feel like half my material here is horrible. It's just I have the the Puminati to say that it isn't. Otherwise, I would just be like, oh, that sucks. Probably. Actually, that's not the type of personality I am. I would assume it's awesome. I just lied to you guys. I'm sorry. No, I would assume it was awesome. Oh. <gasps> oh. Man, Shuddy Boy, what are you doing? Fucking fatalities over there? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Yeah, you're putting in cheat codes, you motherfucker. I wouldn't trust playing with you. Up, up, down, right, left, right, left, right. No, I was fighting. My, uh... Oh, can we move on? I guess. Sure. My, my relationship fidelity got tested. Does that work? Oh, God. All right, Puminati, we're going to have to ask you to put your cell phones away for this one. <laughs> yeah. You And you cannot... You cannot communicate with my lady. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so she was out of town this past week. And I was going to itch to play poker. You pig. So I went to the... With her out of town, I don't have to... I could kind of roam free, You have to ask permission? I didn't have to ask permission to go play poker with the boys. No checking with the boss? So I went to the bicycle casino. And I went and got in some poker. Some 2, 3, 300 max. It's a good time. And played for probably like six or seven hours and after like two hours a couple hours this this uh this girl comes and sits at the table um very well well chested very looks good she drinks her milk she drinks her milk she uh she was wearing a revealing top and had it going on it was hot <laughs> girl uh, you da bomb yeah she had it going on <laughs> I sound, I sound, do i sound lame whatever anyways so she keeps making like eye contact with me as we're playing and think she was a hooker and she and she winked at me and she winked at me probably like four or five times throughout the course of the night but big winker huh yeah like big winker and but like after after a little while, the, the the table got more conversational. It was a quiet table when I first sat down, but it got more conversational. I started talking to her, and she was a cool girl. Um, a 22-year-old girl from Australia, I guess she just flew over. She flew to America that day, kind of on a whim, and just wanted to play poker. She was staying in L.A. I think she <laughs> was just going to—she just had a room to stay in Beverly Hills— and was also obviously going to go out to Vegas and play some poker there. So she winked at me a couple times as we're playing poker. And did you look at her and just go like, no, but we had, you know, we made conversation and we're flirting a little bit back and forth. And we ended up, she decided, she asked me if I'd split a pizza with her because we're going to order some table side food and she didn't want to eat the pizza by herself. So I was like, yeah. Well, so we ended up splitting a pizza and like chips and guac, having good conversation. And at the end, she, she <laughs> ended up like going broke and then like just kind of bouncing from the table. And she's like, yeah, I'll, I might see you later. And I kind of, ex- I expected her to come back and maybe like finish off the rest of the pizza. But I thought, I thought she was into me. Maybe I'm tripping by the wink or by the winks. Right. But why the fuck would you wink at me if. You weren't interested. Right? I agree. Don't you agree? Yeah. I think here's the thing. There's a, there's an element of where she's foreign, right? Maybe the wink is something different in Australia. I could be completely talking out of my ass. Also, she's 22. She could be thinking. She could be too young to realize that her moves aren't friend zone moves. Those are like fuck me signals. You know? Am I am I bullshitting or do you do you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, but I'm also the kind of guy where like. I don't do well with subtlety because a couple times, like early on, like when I was younger, I was like, oh, this girl is clearly giving me the signals that she's into me. Like, this is a no fucking brainer, 100%. And I go in for a smooch and she's like, uh uh uh, what? And it's like, what? 
but you were like fucking winking at me right. and like, okay, wow, I guess I don't know how to read signals. And it happened to me like two or three times to the point where now I'm just completely gun shy. Like I am completely incapable of making the first move. If you want a piece of this ass, you got to fucking jump on me because I'm too fucking gun shy now. Was it younger? Or was it a younger girl at the time? Yeah, she was my age. Yeah. But you were, were you early 20s at that point? High school. So that's what I'm... Yeah, I feel like that's a younger girl move. So I had a bit of that in my head, too. Or I do now a little bit. Uh, but, I mean, she was down, right? So she comes back to the table after she goes broke. and was like, hey, so uh, I think I'm just going to get out of here. I'm just going back to my place. And, like, I knew she just came from, like, LAX or dropped her stuff off at her place that she was staying and then came right to the casino, took an Uber. She told me she'd take an, take an Uber. So... The obvious easy move was like, oh, do you need a ride home? <laughs> and like, it was a done deal. But I've, I've grown up. I've grown up. And maybe I'm a pussy. Maybe I am a pussy. Or maybe, uh, maybe I'm, I'm an adult now. Maybe you're just not a fucking scumbag. Maybe I'm not a scumbag. <clears throat> sure. That's another way to put it, I guess. I wasn't even thinking of it that way. But I feel like I passed up on what would have been an awesome story. And uh, in a lab. Well, it's you're, not a real, awesome. you're a real rotten son of a bitch, Jeff. It's not an awesome you story us, being you a scumbag, but it would have been an awesome, an awesome story hooking up with a uh, uh, sick-chested, hot Australian. I didn't. None of my Australian racism came out. I was able to. Oh, good for you. Suspend it. I'm also a really nice guy at the poker table because I'm trying to take everyone's money, so you don't compound that with being a dick. Like that doesn't I get work. you. On some real, real, yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. It's fucking. I cheated on chicks in high school, and it's the scummiest thing you could ever fucking do. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, there's no way I'm giving her a ride home, and it doesn't go sideways, right? And then I thought about, like, what if she was like, hey, actually, let's go to your place. And then it's just like, then it's, then I'm going to feel like a shithead in every way, shape, or form. I mean... I would feel like a shithead anyways, but she's going to see pictures. Like, you've been to my place. Like, it's it's my girlfriend's place that I live in. Like, yeah. she got pictures of us, or... It's like, you know, it's clearly like I'm fucking married. Yeah, right? yeah. And she I walks sure. in the house. She's like, wow, I didn't know you were gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah. No, there was never, never going back to my place, and it could have been an awesome story. I'm sorry, Puminati. I'm sorry. I would have done some sick... Eat, uh, Aussie canoodling. Hey, and I would have had a great story for you. Do guys. you like going down under? <laughs> well done. Would you like to throw my boomerang around? Yeah, all those things could have been. All those one-liners <laughs> could have been used. But, uh, I'm, but I'm taking. <clears throat> hey, Shuddy, I'm taking ladies. You said you had some with Jeff suck a dicks, right? Or was I just hallucinating that? No, no, there is one. All right. Uh. What's up, bitch? It's time to find out what it would take for Jeff Clark to suck a dick. Can I have your last one of these? Oh, yeah. This is from Fat Dog Collar. Uh, He wants to know if Jeff would rather suck a dick or have to ride a Raiders a Razor scooter everywhere he has to go. Forever. <laughs> oh. Who asks this again? 
Fat dog collar. Oh, nice. On Slack, huh? Um, <laughs> okay, so do I... No. So that in... includes going back to New York, right? <laughs> yeah. So I was His trying. The only to... form of transportation is a Razor scooter. So I was thinking, like, is there going to be any considerations by my job for me having to take a scooter to work? But I guess probably not, right? The point is you'd have to commute there on time via scooter. Yep. Suck a dick. Yeah, you can't explain to work and be like, oh, look, it was here that this or I suck a dick. You know how it goes, right? <laughs> yeah. How did you get yourself into that situation? <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> well, you see, the Puminati thought. <laughs> wow, this is good. Because, see, how I attack these is I, I look for the positives in the other situation to get me well, to avoid you'll be... the dick. Wait, did you think of a positive? Sure, go ahead. Help me out here. You'll... You'll go get in shape. Yeah, I've been thinking more about that. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I am starting a diet again, which actually brings me to a, a tangent of the would you suck a dick? Because I kind of yeah, I think, these sweetos are very healthy. I think I would. Yeah, I think I I would suck a dick to be able to just eat whatever I want and not gain any weight or get any like negative health effects. I yeah, feel like, if you had like the body of Zac Efron. But I could eat whatever. And you could eat whatever you wanted. You never had to work out. And it was like one of those things where it wasn't like, I look good, but I actually, my arteries are clogged. You know? Like one of those things. Like I don't, like the calorie, like I'm just going to be a physically fit looking and actual person despite what I eat. That was actually a scenario that was put forward in the would Jeff suck a dick question of history. But I don't know if I ever did suck that dick or not. This one, I think I would. I just can't. I don't want to ride a fucking scooter. If it was a bicycle, I, I might not suck the dick. But he came. With yeah, a if scooter. you're riding a razor scooter, you might as well just suck a dick. Yeah, it's so horrible, right? Like I feel like I might break down and suck a dick for a ride somewhere once. So I might as well just suck a <laughs> dick to avoid the situation altogether. Will anybody just take me to work? It's a good one, <laughs> fat dog collar. <laughs> fat dog collar got his <laughs> penis in my mouth. Yep, he got you. He sure face fucked you, all right. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, that dog collar got his dick sucked. Shuddy, was that the only one? That was the only one, yes, that I had. Um, but I thought of one today while I was sitting in traffic. Oh. Uh, <coughs> would Jeff suck a dick to never have to sit in traffic ever again? <laughs> uh, no. No, I'll sit in traffic. No. Wow. Yeah, I'm sucking a dick for that. Really? Traffic sucks. I want to hear. Do you realize how much of your life you're yeah, wasting? It's old. It's old news with you, Shuddy. Talk about your traffic jam. <laughs> what did that look like? I was just. It was just. I was. I sat in traffic for 15 minutes in Ugh. a spot where there's never traffic, and it just. It was so annoying. I was like, and I just was like, I wonder if Jeff would suck a dick to not have to do this. Kevin was just resting his face against the microphone, just thinking about the subject. Like, fifteen minutes in traffic. How, how did, how did you manage? <laughs> I know. It, but yeah, did you have to eat uh, any loved ones to, for, for sustenance? You guys. <laughs> uh, uh, 
But I, mean, I live in a much less populated area than you guys do. So <laughs> let me let me flip this back on you. How uh, how many minutes would you? At what point do you would you suck a dick? Like, is it thirty minutes in traffic? Forty five minutes in traffic? Like, what do you? What do you? What dick do you suck to get to get out of traffic? If that makes if sense. If I. If I had to sit in traffic like you guys have to deal with on a daily basis, I would absolutely suck a dick. Yeah, For a I, straight commute? I work just shy of seven miles away from my apartment. It takes me over an hour to get home. Right. Should, you're right. It should take you seriously 10, 10 to – you can understand 15 minutes. Yeah. You can understand 20, but an hour. I mean, fuck, dude. I know. I can't wait till we move to our new studios. Oh, my God. Um – Oh, so Shuddy, you did your Jeff suck a dicks. Oh, wait, yeah. what did what did we say? We had something that we teased in the Easter egg, didn't we? <clears throat> Shuddy, you're the one with the memory. Yeah, Shuddy, we need you here. I don't know what we teased in the Easter egg. Oh, that... That's right, you were playing Madden. Fuck. No, no I'm geez. not playing Madden. You don't. You're another one who's not even paying attention to what's going on. Yeah, I, am I haven't played Madden in weeks. Jesus. Oh, my bad. I thought you were playing video games. I am. NHL 19. <laughs> I knew that, actually. I knew that. Now, there was well, something. to talk about? Yeah, now I'm struggling. What else do I have here on my little menu? Oh, I watched... Um, oh, JFK. You were busting my balls about JFK. That's right. We were talking about that in the Easter egg. So I made, I made the plunge. Uh... I got, because you know I do Netflix discs. Mm-hmm. So I've been sitting on. <laughs> that was not mentioned at I've all been... in the Easter egg. JFK definitely was. You need to. Yeah, quit playing NHL 19, Shuddy. dude. <laughs> I, I, I sat on the disc of Crazy Rich Asians for like a month. <laughs> did you watch it? I did. Okay, well, give us a review of that. Let me eat some Cheetos. Too Asian-y, right? It was okay. I thought, like, it was weird. I was very confused that every Asian person in the movie had a British accent, so I didn't know what to make of that. Um, And I thought, like, the way everybody was going off about it, like, it got really good reviews, and it made a ton of money, and people were flipping out, and it what like, I can get down with a rom-com if it's good. And it was just kind of flat. There wasn't like as much. I felt like they could have had better bits in it, better gags. Could have been funnier. That Aquafina chick, though, she's pretty funny. I like her. Aquafina. Is that her name? Yeah. I think she's like a rapper it's or something. Aquafina. Yeah, it's A W K. Like awkward. Hawk. Oh, I see it. She was funny. I liked her in it. Um, she was in Future Man. She was kind of cute. She's interesting. She seems like a really weird... I feel like she would get along with us. Will you tongue her butt? Let's try to get her on sometime. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't answer that question then. Yeah, my bad. I'll well, I'll ask. I'll put you on the spot when she's here. But it was good. It was cute. It had its moments. But I guess, I guess with many, all the hype, I was expecting more. How many crazy rich <laughs> Asian dicks are you going to suck? <laughs> uh, I guess I'll, I'll suck three of those wieners. It's all right. All right. Well, yeah. But it's like 2.5 white guy dicks, right? <laughs> oh, shit. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. It was a little it hanging. It was too easy. It was too easy. It was a little easy. hanging for it. was right there. Right it was your like, face. I don't mean that. It's not like I'm packing major wood. I'm just saying. <laughs> so I do the thing that I always do when I'm sending the disc back, and I'm like looking at my fucking QEUE of my discs, and I see JFK on there. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Look at this. And then I look at the runtime. Three hours and 46 minutes. I'm like, oh. Is it that long? Son of a bitch. Let me get an official ruling. Um, I, I, I'm pretty I sure. I it's too short. So to find out that it's three hours plus, I would, that's a surprise. Let's see. JFK, 1991. That can't. Three hours and nine minutes? Oh. I thought it was longer than that. It's a little bit longer than Avengers Endgame. Yeah. That's not bad. Come on. I swear the disc said it was like. Over three and a half hours, but I don't know. That's why I always check, because I'm fucking brain dead. I wasn't shocked by three and a half hours. Oh, wait a second. Here we go. My Netflix account is signed in on this. All right. Kiwi-ui-ui. What do we got here? What do we fucking... Oh. Oh, because it's the special edition on Netflix. Right. Well, you're getting the right one. Three hours and 26 minutes. Nice. Yeah. You should get that one. So I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I can't wait to hear how many JFK long dicks time. you suck. Um, hopefully it's all of them, because I, I suck a full five JFK dicks. That's a five-dicker for you. It's absolutely. absolutely. Unquestioned five-dicker for me. <laughs> Fucking love that movie. What do you Donald think Sutherland gives one of the best monologues in, in cinema history. Well, I, I love me some Donald, Donald Sutherland. Michael Rooker's in it. You like Michael Rooker. Joe Pesci puts on a great performance. Kevin Bacon's in there. A lot of icons, film titans. Jack Lemon, Ed Asner, yep. Vincent D'Onofrio. And then I'll be the only one that hasn't seen it. Newman? It. Newman's in it? Gary Oswalt. Brian Doyle Murray. Wait, did I say that right? Are you... No, wait. No. Who? who just won the Oscar for from Winston Churchill? Gary. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Oswalt. Roy. What? what am I talking Why about? am I not seeing Donald Sutherland in here? Mr. X. You got to keep scrolling. He's on there. I'm telling you. Oh, he might be in the uh, the hidden yeah. spoiler fucking Maybe. He's not supposed to be list. A... Yeah. Did you just blow the movie for me, Jeff? Damn it! No. All right, I'm moving it to the back of my fucking queue. No, stop it. I didn't blow the movie. I'm surprised I didn't say. Is that on M- Are you on IMDb? Yeah. There's no Donald Sutherland. Hit control F Sutherland. Oh, wait. There he is. Yeah. Mr. X, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking awesome movie, dude. And I love conspiracy theories. Huge into conspiracy theories. John Candy? John Candy, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm telling you, this movie is fucking awesome, dude. John Candy's pretty good in it. I mean, whatever. It's John Candy. He's he's doing He's the man. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, JFK is coming. How do you feel about conspiracy theories? I love them. They're awesome. I know some people get angry about them. Losers. And like people get mad at Sam Tripoli and stuff. Pussies. I like I don't believe I'd say I maybe put a little bit of weight into maybe ten percent of the conspiracy theories I hear, but I always find them interesting. Oh, they're all yeah. They're all great. Yeah. I mean, how much I believe that depends on the day and what we're talking about. JFK. Here's the funny thing about the JFK conspiracy. Gun to everyone's head. Do you think... What do you think 
uh, conspiracy or no conspiracy polls at. I feel like most people assume that the Warren Commission story of how JFK got murdered by Lee Harvey Oswald is is wrong, <laughs> right? There, there's a grassy knoll gunman. There, there's something. I guess you have to watch the movie specific or more. But so you've heard of the JFK conspiracy, obviously. Yeah. So what do you think is the true story? Is it just like he was he was shaking shit up too much, and the the government took him out? Was it the mafia that took him out? I don't know. The movie's so good that I feel like it's... I grew up with like, it. Like, remember how we were supposed to get all those, like... The, the date came when all those JFK document, documents were supposed yeah, to come out? Yeah, fucking Trump, like, redacted and, half of yeah, it, right? Yeah, Trump, like, Trump said he was going to release all of it, and then he, like, left, like, a huge portion of it all still sealed. Right. It was the part about the aliens. <laughs> uh, the aliens killed him. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was the government. I feel like it was the government because the JFK movie kicked so much ass because it was based off of the trilateral... No, excuse me. The Crossfire book, I believe that was the name, by Jim Marsh, who's like a conspiracy theorist slash writer who I really like, who does good shit. Um, And I just feel like... I don't know. It... Like it, the ma- like get the fuck out of here. You know, I don't think the mafia. Like I feel like it was a conspiracy to kill JFK. I feel like the story of the Warren Commission's bullshit. They know it's bullshit. There's no way that motherfucker pulled off those shots. So if you're not pursuing them, then you probably know more about it, right? The the idea that the mafia pulled off a conspiracy to kill the president. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. So his ideas were just too wild, and the government was like, "We can't have this. We gotta, yeah, we gotta I feel take like, him out." I feel like if you're willing to 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 believe, if you can believe that there is a conspiracy, you just have to go fully into. I feel like blaming it on the mafia is a half measure of a conspiracy theory on this one. Like, get the fuck out of here. The mafia, the mafia killed the president, and they were able to get away from scot free. Like, get the fuck out of here. Come on. Come on, no, no one gets away with a crime that the government doesn't doesn't, uh, or that the government wants them to get away with. You guys said that right. You know what I mean. No. Point is, is nobody gets away with a crime that the government doesn't want them to get away with. Right. Thank you for cleaning that up. That's, that's what Shuddy said is what I meant. Well, I, I'll I'll see if I've got enough time to watch that before next week's episode. Because I'm also going to try and go see... I want to see that Pet Cemetery remake. That looks fucking sick. And I want to see Shazam. I have no interest in Shazam. Pet it's Cem- supposed to be really funny. Pet Cemetery. There's only one of them, right? The one in the 90s? Or was it the late 80s? It was with... Uh, I think it was... It the was with, judge from, from My Cousin Vinny, right? That yeah, scary Fred Gwynn. Yes. And um, is is one of the Corys in the original Pet Cemetery? No. Ooh, I don't think so. I'm going to look it up, too. Semen Terry, because they spell it all fucking weird. Pet Semen. It was 89. Wow. Okay, I'm going into it now. Dale Midkiff, Fred Gwynn, Denise Cosby, Brad Greenquist. Yeah, no Corys. <clears throat> no Corys. Dale Midkiff. What the hell else was this guy in? My God. He's still acting. Let's get him. TV series. Yeah, seriously. 
I think this guy is gettable. I don't all these TV series. I don't even. I know. meant like beat him up. Oh, I thought you meant have him as a guest <laughs> on our podcast. Maybe he can do a baking with Jeffy cakes. All right, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to beat this guy up. Hey, Dale Midkiff. Today, you get the honor of trying out weed suppositories. So I've told this story a number of times on MSPH. I'm sure, but I'll tell it one more time. Pet Cemetery. I was watching Pet Cemetery once when I was a kid, and I had uh, Bill wasn't the room watching it with me and that movie fucking scared the shit out of him i think he was like five at the time and i was 10 or maybe he was like six and i was 11 i don't know we're five year separation but he was watching scare the shit out of him and i remember he goes up to my parents room and just like throws up in front of them and like the first oh thing God. that he blamed it on was pet cemetery or the the movie we were watching so my father like comes down from his room and just gives me shit and I have to turn off the movie. And that's whenever, whenever I think of like Stephen King or even horror movies, that's like always the first thing I think about. So the, the pet cemetery remake, of course, that's like the first thing I'm going to think about. Is he, is he scared to see it? I don't think so. I don't even know if he remembers it. As a matter of fact, if I told him about it or if I brought it up to him, I bet you he would try to say it was Cheech. It's like, nah, motherfucker, that was you. And I remember I was always scared to see to um, that memory, and I'm looking to see if I can get it on Netflix now because I always wanted to see the Serpent in the Rainbow. You ever see that with Bill <laughs> Pullman? I, think. I have not. No, I remember being terrified of the cover of it because, like, I used to go to the the video store all the time and just look at the covers of movies. And I was when I was a little kid, I was terrified of horror movies, and I remember seeing like the box of it was just like. I think it was Bill Pullman, and he's like covered in paint or something, and he's about to get stuffed into a coffin. And the tagline just says, "Please don't bury me. I'm not dead yet." And that just fucking shook me. I don't as a remember kid. this. That okay. And then I remember like my mom and my aunts all rented it, and they were like, "Kevin, you have to go in the other room because you can't watch this movie." And I just heard them like screaming all night while they were watching it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck, this must be the gnarliest movie ever. And I still to this day have not seen The Serpent in the Rainbow. You need to circle back. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see if they got it. I'll have to put that after JFK. I can't wait to find out, to hear your Pet Cemetery review. I doubt it's something I see in the theater, but I guess I could. I mean, I think John Lithgow. Is the perfect person to play the Fred Gwynn character, the creepy old neighbor. Yeah, he's pretty good at being creepy. For a guy who kicks so much ass. Like, he was pretty creepy in fucking, uh, uh, what's it called? Dexter. Yeah. Oh, man. Very long wait for Serpent in the Rainbow on Netflix. That means somebody fucking rented it and then just forgot that they do Netflix disc and have never returned it. Damn it. And they can't just get another one. No, fucking Netflix. I've got it. I've got a. There's I, probably not a high demand for it. Yeah, so they're like, well, we're not going to spend eight bucks on a new DVD. I've got a whole list of movies that are in my saved Netflix QEUEUE that are like yeah. someone just broke their last copy of the disc and never gave it back to them. So they're just like, oh, gonna be a while. It's like it's got its own segment on the website. <laughs> Backlogged. Yeah. QEUEs. Yeah, the deep QEUEUE. 
I want to see if there's anything on there that you guys can make fun of me for real quick. Sorry, guys. Bear with us. Got a little impromptu thingy going on here. Uh, nah. No, never mind. There's nothing embarrassing. I I've always wanted to see The Gate 2. Did you see? You ever see the first one with Steven Dorff when he was a little kid? No, I never saw the game. And there's accidentally like a a, a a doorway to hell in his backyard, and all these little ghouls. Come I out. did see that. Yeah, apparently there it was a sequel. Has to do with like some sort of game or something? Does that? I don't think there was a game, but they had like they 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 were like scared of like some plumber. They were telling ghost stories about this like plumber guy, and then this like mangled like zombie plumber busts through the wall and like steals one of the kids and pulls him into the wall it's fucking creepy but the second one was based on his like goofy um death metal friend like i guess steven dorf uh, in 1992 was too big to do the gate too <laughs> so they just focused on his goofy buddy man yeah. he passed in the gate too i, I like steven dorf i don't have anything bad to say about him Shuddy, did you try to say something? Yeah, what did you have to say? No, I was looking at the gate, but yes, I remember that movie. I don't know. That you should all, uh, you should listen back to an episode, Shuddy, because every now and then your Skype does this weird hiccup thing. Like, every now and then you'll just hear like a split second of your voice going like, Ow! and then we're like, what's up, Shuddy? And you're like, I didn't say anything. <laughs> I, okay. Huh, well, all right. Well, to see if you we didn't get much mileage out of that, but <laughs> you get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what we're talking about here. Yeah, we're on the same page, I think, kind of. All right. Well, oh, I read a story today about or saw a story, I guess more. I didn't really read much of it, but Shaq, you know Shaquille O'Neal, right? Big who? The big dude. Oh, well, I don't know with you, man. Sometimes you know you you're. Sports illiterate. You know who George Washington is, so, right? There's a video of Shaquille O'Neal entering a mosh pit and just like dominating it, right? No one's going to fucking knock him over. And it was more of like a mosh pit. It was a mosh pit at like an ultra uh, concert, like ultra concert festival. And I don't know much about that, but I feel like it's not one of those like hardcore mosh pits that you guys were involved in back in your heyday. What was it, like real big fish? Yeah. Something, I don't know. I feel like it's more like EDM or techno mosh pit, if that's even a thing. But I think an I EDM like mosh pit is just a bunch of dudes blowing each other. I would love to watch like a football player. Like Kevin, uh, Shuddy will get this reference, but like Fletcher Cox. I would love to see him enter a mosh pit and just fucking destroy people. Like, I'd like to see Fletcher from Pennywise get into a mosh pit and destroy people. Does anyone. There, I gotta maybe Google this to look for in, uh, internet videos on this. But are there videos of people just clearing out mosh pits, just like fucking destroying everyone they ran into? I mean, normally people aren't going into mosh pits to be that big of dickheads, but just like a naturally bigger human who I don't know. Yeah, I guess most people being like. Dicks. Of course, there are. I'm, I guarantee you, you could go on YouTube and find. Like, footage of a mosh pit of some guy who's just, like, jacked and is just like, I'm going to go in a mosh pit as an excuse to just beat the fuck out of people. But that's, like, an insanely rare thing. Like, I went and saw Aborted over the weekend. My old ass was fucking front row. No no issues? No issues. Huh. 
They were being too nice to you, I guess. But huh? like, if somebody eats shit in a pit, someone, everybody stops and picks that person up. Usually, if one person's like gonna try and just like pick fights and just wants to knock people out, they might just get bum rushed by everybody there to just to take them down. Yeah, yeah, I know. I get that. There's a bit of like, um, I don't know, some like uh, mosh pit like best practices or or code of ethics that you have to adhere to. But I'm just talking about the idea of just like a bigger man, like maybe a football player or a wrestler or someone just going in there and like he never gets like knocked off his center of balance. Shuddy, when was the last time you were in a mosh pit? It's been a while. Since I don't drink, I don't think it's such a good idea anymore. Wait, do you not drink at all? Not really, very rarely, and not in any significant uh, quantity. You're not pissing in empty soda jugs anymore? Just wine coolers? That is all correct. Sometimes, every now and then, I'll butt chug a Yima. (laughs) That's about it. So, mosh pits were only, you you would only be fucked up if you went into them? I guess that's probably everyone's answer, right? You only get into a mosh pit if you're a little drunk. Not really. I never got too drunk at shows because the drinks are so fucking expensive. That's true. And you definitely don't want to wait in a line at a concert, right? No. I mean, I mean usually at metal shows, you, you don't have to struggle too hard to get a beer. Yeah, it's a bunch of fucking nerds like you pussies not drinking. <laughs> no, oh, it's usually because they're, they're not giant venues, so there's people, usually not too many people. People like Alex who somehow don't like comics and horror or... I don't like beer and rock music. Like, what? No, no, I, you know, just, I'm just a rock music guy. I'm just here for the music. I don't like the beer, too. Like, what the fuck, dude? It's <laughs> the type of pussies you are. Uh, all right, well, I guess this is as good a time as any. Great. Say, That's how uh, we're going to end episode peace 400. Out. Me, Slender, and Alex is a good name. And- Unless you want to really make headlines and eat my butt. Um, well, I actually, before we go, I do want to give, um, quick shout out and help me out if I forget anybody to some Puminati guest members like, uh, Curtis Armstrong and James Gunn and Adrian Curry and Greg Fitzsimmons and fucking Bobby Kelly and the bir- birthday boy, Louis J. Gomez. What shout we, out. To what, are we, what are we trying to do? Get retweets? Good one, Jeff. Definitely worth interrupting the flow of that. Um, by the way, Luis J. Gomez special comes out today, so check that out. Uh, TJ Miller, our friend Esther Koo, Dustin Ibarra, Rob Corddry, Jason Ellis, Doug Jones, Dr. Steve, Rob Sprantz, Raya Cast. Shout out to everybody. Oh, for making 400 episodes possible? Is that what you're doing here? Nothing gets by you, Jeff. You nailed it. <laughs> I was almost over my head, but I just wouldn't let it go completely what? over my head. What? Who are these people? What do they all have in common? Can we do episode 400, post-episode 400 bong rips? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely need uh, a strong dose of marijuana. My Real brain, quick. My brain feels like it's fucking exploding. I think... I think my favorite guest... Was either Skin Diamond or James Gunn. 
Those are my favorite. James Gunn was very personable. And I'm not just saying that because he was like probably the biggest name that we got. Well, I don't even know if that's true. James Gunn was a solid dude to talk to. Yeah, he's the man. Like I'm him. glad I'm glad he's back on fucking Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah, I'm real disappointed he didn't tell us any of his good kid fucker jokes. <laughs> <laughs> if I had I known that was even a thing, I would have certainly asked for his top five. I think my favorite guest. Oh, I know your favorite. <laughs> Was you only have one answer? Um, uh, the 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 woman who worked in the front office of my old department. Oh, back at the very beginning. Ah, <laughs> uh. my God! What a trooper that lady was. What I mean, what a long way we've come from my apartment to Hollywood to my apartment in Studio City. We've really just. Made leaps and bounds. <laughs> well, like we're it doing started our best off work. at the, the apartment in Weehawken. Oh, that's true. That's where you yeah. record your first MSPH? First two, I think. I think we yeah. recorded one, then banked a second, and then Miguel and I moved out to L.A. Whew, man. Time flies by when you're having fun. All right, well, thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening to these 400 episodes. Um... Thank you for supporting us. For everybody who's checked out our Patreon, thank you, thank you. Double thank you for that. It's uh, patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour. Check it out. We've all got uh, a bunch of new content up on the $10 tier, and we've also got you know the, uh, the $5 tier that we do a bonus episode every week. And if you hit Jeff up enough times, he'll send you an invite to our Slack channel, and then you can go in there and... Woo! Boy, is there some shit going on in there. My yeah. goodness. And I think I'm caught up for the most part. Uh, or, yeah, I think I'm caught up and I'm, I'm in tune with the systems and the communication of the Puminati. And I also have the Patreon logins. So I'm I'm in, I'm in the uh, back end. So yeah, yeah. Holler We're chilling. at me. Holler We're chilling. At me. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. Yeah. At Jeff for Records. And at MSPH Podcast. Um, we've also got our ooh, uh, Facebook page. And uh, if you want to send an email, madscientist at riotcast.com. If you want to send us a couple emails. And I guess that's about it, friends. So until next time, <laughs> something. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, look, it works. Hello. Hi. Is the portable recorder hearing me loud and clear? Looks like it. Are we recording? Come here, fat, fat. You want a chip? There you go. Yes. I thought the yogurt drops were for you. I was going to have, I was going to ask you for one. It's for the sugar you Try glider? one if you want. Nah. Want to try one? No. Nah. I've eaten dog food a bunch of times, but we have all these other delicious snacks around us. I don't feel like spoiling my appetite with sugar glider treats. Sugar glider snacks. All right. Let's see. Oh, we delayed a bit. I wonder if Shuddy will answer Skype unprompted. Or if I'm going to have to text him. I come in here with a heavy heart today. And uh, a realization 
And it's getting nicer outside. That's actually pretty cool. I don't know why you have a heavy heart with that. It's very exciting. Well. Oh, here we go. What up? Hi, Shuddy. What up? Hello. Man? Well, the reason why I have a heavy no, heart right. about that is because, sorry, Shuddy, I was ke telling Kevin a story before we uh, Skyped you in. No worries. So I talked Nachi into some Sunday fun day yesterday. Uh, get a DiGiorno's pizza, some wine, watch a movie, watch The Highwaymen last night. And I also got some Briars, Reese's Pieces, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup 2-in-1 ice cream, which not that good. You know what it is? I think Ben and Jerry set such a high bar for for ice cream and like, you know, um, snacks and ice cream type deliveries, I guess, or products that it's really hard for even Briars to compete, even though they're a legacy brand. Anyways, so on my way out, I see that they are selling at a 50% discount Reese's Pieces Outrageous Candy Bars. And these are new, and I've never tried them. So I'm like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Next snack attack. Me and my boy Kevin, I got one for you. We're going to do it. Episode 400. Beautiful. Let's do it. So, I made a pact, though, earlier that day that <clears throat> if we eat real bad, that I'm not going to eat shit in this, this week, which I'm, I am breaking because it's the 400th episode, and because I'm a lying fat bastard, I was always going to break it. But <laughs> I had to hide the candy bars in my car. Uh, oh, you son of a bitch. And like I said earlier, it's getting hotter out. It's been, it's been unseasonably and unsouthern California-like cold over the past couple weeks, has it not? It's been raining a lot and stuff like that. It hasn't been hot. The rain seems to have chilled out. You know what I mean, um, though, right, when I say that? I mean, it seems like it has been getting warmer, though. It hasn't from my end of things. Granted, I live closer to the beach than you, well, much closer to the beach than you do, so maybe that, that plays a role into it. But I would have I would have brought them inside. I honestly really, I, I, it didn't occur to me that they'd melt. So our snack attack is fucking ruined. Well, possibly. Uh, I got Due them out to of the your, car. Due to your irresponsibility. Yeah, I put them in your fridge, so there's an... There's an outside chance they harden up enough to make it an edible dish or edible uh, snack attack. I mean, if it is edible, there's no way this goes below an 85. It's fucking milk chocolate, Reese's Pieces, caramel, and peanut butter, and a fucking candy bar. I mean, Jesus Christ. And you Christ. fucked it all up? No, I fucking ruined it. I did. I fucking ruined it. I'm disappointed. And you left, you lost your ATM card. I lost my ATM card. Crossed you lost the street, my keys. Lost your keys. Yeah, yeah, I'm a failure in most ways. Um, I feel like my sack attack's been going pretty well, though. Yeah, I gotta watch your most recent one. I have to. But yeah, I've, I am taking a lot of L's the past couple of days. I'm happy, though. And I don't know why. I mean, so that's a good thing, right? I'm in a good mood. Maybe yeah. that's the weed talking. <laughs> smoked, <laughs> smoked a lot of pop before I got here. I could have something on my way it. on my way here. Actually, in fact, on on Obama Boulevard. Didn't even know hits. there was an Obama Boulevard. I know it's uh, Rodeo Rodeo Road is turned to Obama Boulevard. Unfortunately, it only 
that's only official, I think, in Google Maps because the, the, the signs and the street signs still say rodeo. It's not rodeo, I believe, right? Because it's no, south- rodeo is rodeo drive, right? And this is rodeo, the other ones are rodeo, yes. I'm 99% sure of that. Yeah, I'm thinking of the the Entourage episode where there's a, um, uh, I don't know, culture shock that uh, Johnny Drama has when he finds out that there's a rodeo, not a rodeo, that black people are more familiar with. And now that's Obama Boulevard. Yeah, I never watched topographical any for you guys. fucking Entourage. You never watched the show? No. Wow. Really good. I loved the film. Yeah, I only watched the movie completely out of context. Loved it. Did you really like it? (laughs) No. No. I've never seen the movie. Oh, okay. Do I I sound all right, guys? Yeah. Sound great. Do I sound better than normal? Kind of. Uh, Because I I spent... I I did a treat yourself and got a... A boom arm, a new mic, uh, a pop filter. Oh my goodness! Wait, is a what's a boom arm? Is that where you have like? Explain it to me. I don't. I'm not. I don't know. Do you have it connected to your dick? <laughs> no, it's not connected to my dick. Don't you do the podcast sitting on the couch playing Madden? Where, I where do. Did, where did you connect a boom mic? Have you ever seen Theo Vaughn's podcast? They're in like uh, reclining chairs, and I think that's what a boom mic is, right? It's just something that's like. Attached to something, and it's on a bar, uh, almost yes. like a, not like a stand. I don't fucking this up. Tell, explain it to us, Shuddy, and you're smart. That's exactly way. what it is. It's an arm that attaches to something. In my case, a, a side table, and it has it. The mic is now in a better position for me, and hopefully, you won't hear the clicking of the PlayStation controller. I know no. a pretty good and solution for that. Sound better. I, I actually just What'd heard the, the cooking, the clicking, the PlayStation controller. I said I, I, I know, I know, I know a pretty good solution for the PlayStation controller. Uh, here comes Kevin being a smartass. What's your solution, Kevin? Turn off the PlayStation. I'm bet. I'm guessing. Oh, uh, oh, I was gonna say Mad Cats make some sweet silencer buttons, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you want to just do the podcast, that's that's an option too. I'm just joshing you, Shuddy. Yeah, I mean, what episode? Just, episode five hundred. I'm just tugging on your pee pee. Episode 500 to put down the sticks. We're not there yet. I'm just poking <laughs> you in your weenus. We, um... I'm not offended by it. I'm offended. <laughs> Fuck you, Kevin. You are always, you're always offended, you fucking snowflake Jeff. I get triggered easy. I do. <laughs> We're having, um, these cocktails that Kevin have. What, what is, like, you got, like, a, an alcoholic crate loot thing, or loot yeah. crate thing. Yeah, Excuse my me. mom and my sister for Christmas this, Christmas this year signed me up for Saloon Box. Which is kind of like uh, Loot Crate, but they send you booze and ingredients and recipe carts to make um, two cocktails. Which is pretty dope. A month? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so you get enough to make two drinks of two recipes per month, I believe. But being that I have no friends... um, and I don't really drink too much anymore. I don't. You, you I just stockpile them. them. Yeah. So I've just got all these fucking things waiting around. And Jeff's like, I'm going to get one of your beers. And I was like, well, wait a second. It's fucking episode 400. Let's get some cocktails yeah. going. How many months have you not had friends for? 
Let's can, see. You got, you got can we 12, do two cocktails? <laughs> 12 That's months in saying. a year. I'm 36 years old. Let's okay. see. <laughs> All right. Well, you, I mean, you Carry haven't had the, two... the, the saloon box thing for that long, I no, guess. I've had it I'm since Christmas. Oh, so three months. So three. And we've already had one cocktail, so... All right, you've probably had you've probably had one friend over in that time. I made one with Brandano. Mm-hmm. There, made, there it is. There's your other friend. Yeah. yeah, I made. I think we've done two during the podcast, mm-hmm. and I think I made one on a game night. This is delicious. It is really good. What is this? It's gin. It's called like an owl. It's gin. Let me get the. Oh fuck! Let me, let me get the card. I can share it with everybody. Is that a cigar too? Damn, you're killing it here. What is that? That is a cigar case, at least. We got Sweetos caramel eggs today here, or here today as well. Shameless. I have not seen it. I heard it's good. I have too. I've never seen it. Um, But the guy, a guy on it, Steve Howie, is like a big Ellis fan, and he came on the show uh, the other day and just gave us cigars. Who? Who? Which one? Who is he on the show? I couldn't tell you. I've never seen the show. There was no conversation about it? Wait, I'll tell you in a no, second. What's his name? Steve Howie. Nobody on the show watches Shameless either. So whenever he's on, we don't really talk about Shameless, I don't think. Steve Howie is Kevin Ball in that show. He's been in for 110 episodes, the whole thing. So he's a he's a major player. Yeah, he's mega. I started following him on Instagram. He's got like a fucking five billion followers. Dude, he's from Texas. I feel like Jason Ellis does well in Texas. I don't know why. I feel like there's a lot of Ellis fam out in Texas. I think we do well in Texas. Does that make sense? I mean, it's no Canada, but... <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I think we do well in Texas. But again, it's no Canada. Yeah, he's got 1.5 million followers. Damn. Is this just based off of Shameless? It is. What else is on I think so. Just pretty much Shameless. Yeah, I mean, he was on. He's on other TV shows a little bit, but wow. He was on Reba. I mean, he's a good-looking dude. I don't even know what Reba is. Reba McIntyre, the country singer, had a sitcom for a while. Wow. See, this is how I was never going to beat you in Trivial Pursuit. Did you, was that off the top of your head or? Yes, it was. I just had to see who he was. His name, his character name was Van. That's one part. He was part... a football player that knocked up Reba's daughter, this is, Cheyenne. This is, and this is one part homosexual, one part impressive. <laughs> uh, my know. mother was uh, a big fan of the show. Reba. The Reba show. Reba so show. the cocktail Jeff and I are enjoying is called an Owlish 75. It's gin, Owl's Brew Strawberry Manhattan, and sparkling wine. It's good. I like gin. I think gin is kind of an underrated liquor. I, I definitely get gin and tonics when um, when I'm feeling cocktails. So was there something we were supposed to do in the Easter egg? I don't think so. I mean, we were going to do uh, the reviews of the show and the movie so we could be spoilery. Yeah. We don't have to do the Easter egg, I don't think, though, because actually, whatever. 
It's a Bonnie and Clyde. The movie, did you watch The Highwayman? No. Me and Shuddy watched it. And the movie's about uh, the uh, Texas Rangers who track down Bonnie and Clyde and kill them. So uh, you could Wikipedia Played by this. Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson. Played by Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson. Two phenomenal Americans. Woody Harrelson, I think, is a no-brainer. And I'm here to die on the fucking Kevin Costner hill. Um, I would go dancing with wolves and Kevin Costner. I'm a, I'll dance with his wolves. I really... I really like Kevin Costner. I think he's I think he's a solid uh movie star. And I think his catalog and filmography is uh is is impressive. A Waterworld sucked and all that and it deserves to be But he makes some really good baseball movies. He did. And that that cannot be that cannot be forgotten or dismissed. Bull Queefum? Bull, Bull Durham kicks ass. Bull Durham fucking kicks ass. Feel the Dreams kicks ass. I, like, I never saw Bull Durham. I like Bull Durham more. If you love, if you like baseball or have any appreciation for baseball, Which it's a must watch. I, do. I know you don't. I know you don't. But even if you don't, I think you would like it. You, I remember it as would a help kid, to know a little bit about it. Seeing because I liked Kevin Costner a lot when I was a kid, and I remember seeing because you know my mom and I went to the movies almost every weekend. So just seeing all, I would always look at all what what was featured in the movie posters, like the coming soon shit, and looking around at all the cardboard cutouts for like movie stands that they had that were coming out. And I remember seeing Bull Durham and being like, "Can I see that movie, Mom?" And she looks up at it and it's fucking rated R. And she's like, "No, you can't. It's rated R." I'm like, "What?" But Kevin Costner's in it. I have to be able to see that. Shuddy, help me out here. I think Sharon uh, Susan Sarandon's tits are in that. Oh no, I'm really mad at my mom for not letting me see that. Is that true? I think that's true, right, Shuddy? You remember that? I don't remember that specifically. Thought there was a uh, bathtub scene in her boobs, her nipples made an appearance. Is like Bull Durham his character name? Like, does Kevin Costner play baseball no, legend he Bull play, Durham? They play for the Durham uh, Bulls. Yeah, Durham, North Carolina. It's a, it's a, I don't know if it's a legit or a made up a minor league. No, baseball it's a minor team. league. It's the Triple A. Affiliate of the New York Metropolitans. Oh, they are a thing. Okay. Yeah. Durham Bulls. Yep. So they just call the movie Bull Durham? Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's not. That's back in the 80s when everybody was trying to be cute with their movie titles. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I didn't even think that much about the movie title. But yeah, I, I guess. That, I think it's a solid title. But... I was like, this is bullshit. It's a movie about baseball with Kevin Costner in it. How could it possibly be rated R? I'm pretty sure I could swear Susan Sarandon's tits came out, but it's a, it's so good, dude. Tim Robbins fucking kills it. I'm gonna Google Bull Durham nudity. The whole shit, it's just perfect. Kevin Costner is the old catcher. Tim Robbins is the young, uh, young young pitcher with a with a fucking where million Susan dollar Sarandon run. and Tim Robbins fell in love. This fool's oh. He, I found the IMDb page for the Parents Guide of Bull Durham: Sex and Nudity. Uh, here's here's all of the citations that IMDb has dinged Bull Durham with. All right, are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay, locker room scene with many naked men. Mostly only rear ends are shown, but one man's genitals are seen. I don't remember that. Much sex talk. A man's bare butt is shown. A man has sex with a woman. <laughs> this is the weirdest element of IMDb. I've never seen this before. A woman tells a man that she wants to watch him take his clothes off. See, 
A woman ties a man up in bed. This is a shitty rated R. Uh, oh, the, shit. Uh, uh, they're all... And this woman is Susan Sarandon's, Susan Sarandon's character. Yeah, Susan Sarandon's character in Bull Durham is a fucking hoe. And she <laughs> does not apologize for it at all. Like, she's outward. Like, Nor I'm, should she. Yeah, no one well, should she apologize for their hoe. She just bounce around from the youngest play- to the youngest players oh. on the team. And it's like a... Uh, it's her God-given right to do so, damn it's it. It's like a rite of passage for the coolest, best-looking dude on the team. To and fuck she, her? Yeah, she tells every, like, every guy, or she tells uh, Tim Robbins in the movie, like, every season I pick a new baseball player to fuck. And I'm thinking about you. Oh shit! <laughs> and well, maybe this. Maybe you'll remember this scene. A man has sex with a woman. We hear her moaning and see thrusting slash movement from under the covers. Also, from under the covers, she calls out another man's name and explains to him that he should be grateful that she is making love to him using someone else's name versus her having sex with the other man, moaning his name. That makes no sense. No, no, she. Uh, um, she's a whore. A man writes, are we going to fuck tonight or what? But a woman reads the note another way. A man and a a woman have sex on the ground. We see thrusting and hear moaning before we see a table start to move. This is so weird. Well, this review is going a little off the rails, but you really need to see this movie. This could be a good game. A woman tries to seduce a man in about three different ways in one scene. This could be a game. This IMDb ex- movie explainers or movie rating explainers. It could be guess the movie by the sex and nudity explanation. That's exactly what I'm. All right. That's exactly what I. Are we I developing? Wonder if, I, I wonder if we should. The Highwayman is good for something. I if guess. we should if we should try and pitch this game to Doug Benson. What? No, fuck him. God damn it, Jeff! Will you ever just stop for a second? I'm sorry, God. He uh, has used other people's movie games before and gives them shout-outs on every single episode. So he has an IMDb game that he plays that this other radio show, th- show thought of, and they get a plug in every single episode when Doug starts playing the game. Imagine, Doug, we could get a shout-out every episode of Doug being like, hey, th- so here's the Mad Scientist Party Hour Dicks and Balls game. All right. I feel like Shuddy I mean, agrees with you. We would need a better name for it, for sure. I think Shuddy agrees with you, so I'll just stand down, but whatever. I think we should play the fucking game. Fuck Doug Benson. But that, I that also met him, and he that, seems like a nice guy. That kind of attitude. Where did you nowhere, find Jeff. it? I just Googled, um, I think, Bull Durham nudity. Yeah, I just Googled Bull Durham nudity, and it took me to this page on IMDb. And then even, actually, I'm still disappointed. You've never seen JFK, right? No, but... You're getting closer. This could be a topic for the main show. What? I mean, we're now 20 minutes deep in the Easter egg. Okay, so do you want to talk about the Highwaymen more? Um, what do you, or, or do you want to wrap up, uh, us to wrap up the Netflix review? I'm, uh, I'm confused here. Have we even started the Netflix review? We've kind of started it. We went on a tangent because Kevin Costner's so awesome and you need to watch Bull Durham and JFK. You can't even be a Kevin Costner fan, can you? You haven't never seen claimed Bull- to be. Okay, so I was uh, when you were when a, I was kid. a little kid. So now you're probably because of Robin Hood. So now are you? Isn't that isn't Kevin Costner Robin Hood uh, the best Robin Hood besides Carrie Ewells? I don't know. I've never seen it since it was in the theaters. I don't think. Hmm. Point. Anyways, we can finish this review on the main show if you want. 
but you didn't see it, so I'm assuming you don't want to. Woody Harrelson was in the movie as well, and he's an even better American than Kevin Costner. And I don't know how Shuddy feels, obviously, yet, because we haven't, we haven't gotten to this point, but I don't think Kevin Costner or Woody Harrelson were good enough to save this movie. It was, it was kind of boring, and it was disappointing that it was boring because the plot synopsis and, and what I'd read about the movie had me excited. Shuddy, do you feel any of that? Yes, I was very stoked for it. Like I was looking forward to watching it. Yeah, I, um, it was two hours and ten minutes, and it felt longer. I actually fell asleep last night, and if it wasn't for a shuddy pep talk, I wouldn't have finished it today. He essentially called me a pussy. For I also out fell asleep watching it last night. Oh, all right, so we're in uh, the same I, boat. I put it on at ten o'clock, and by like eleven, eleven. 15 i just couldn't keep my eyes open anymore it's it is uh paced a little slowly yeah Uh, Uh, and there are the uh attention killers for me where there's long periods of no dialogue yep um uh they were both very good in it mm -hmm. i think um it had the chick from Fear the Walking Dead in it as Kevin Costner's wife. Wait, is she the bulldog face person? The what? There's someone in Fear the Walking Dead who's kind of got like a little bit of a bulldog underbite going. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got to make make sense of whatever stupidity Kevin's spewing. I don't know. Yeah, good luck. I don't, <laughs> I don't watch Fear the Walking Dead, so I got no comments. I watched... A little bit of it, and whoof, and boy, man, I don't know why I am, but I'm still watching The Walking Dead. Yeah, you're on your own on that one. I have no review of what season is it. I think nine just ended last night. All right, well, it's it's just a like what sucks is like the zombies are so awesome in it, like the zombies look so sick, and when there actually are zombies, they they do good zombie tension. Like that shit, like rules, but they—they're trying too hard to be a drama. I might—I might have brought up this gripe before, but a, a, a little writing trip trick uh, I learned once from a book. <laughs> you, said, okay, you read. It said, um, a little exercise to make sure your characters are flushed out and well-rounded enough is to cover the names in the script. And then read through it again and see if you can tell which character's talking. Because everybody should have their own unique voice. And if you did that with Walking Dead, you wouldn't know who is fucking who. Everybody is just the same boring drama queen. Bunch yeah. of whiny buttholes. Come on! So what's your... Yeah! What's your how many Walking Dead season 9 dicks are you going to suck since you just hijacked our Highway, Highwaymen review? <laughs> well, Christ, when you guys are really dragging it out. Well, we're talking about something. You should have did your fucking homework and watched it. It's been on Netflix. We're, we, 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 Sounds we, like I made the right choice by not watching it. You kind of did, actually. I'll give you that. Yeah, you, Walking Dead sucks. Uh, yeah, whatever. Fuck Walking Dead. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm a little disappointed they didn't... They should have used more flashbacks to show off like how badass Kevin Costner's character was. So, Do you know anything about Texas Rangers, Kevin? Apparently, they're no. cops that just like don't have to follow the law. I mean, let's well, pretty much no, regular. No, no, they 
That's not really what it yeah. was. Shuddy, they were, you explain it. You're smarter. Um, the Texas Rangers were in charge of keeping law in like the Texas prairie where there weren't a lot of people and there was a lot of ground to cover. So they were kind of given carte blanche authority to uh, dispense justice as they saw fit. Uh, and then when things started to get more modern in the you know 20s and 30s, they were seen as obsolete and disbanded by the governor of Texas. Dude. And then and then when Bonnie and Clyde couldn't be caught by everybody, including the feds, um, after a prison break in Texas, uh, they pulled two Texas Rangers out of the mothballs that were in the, that were old uh, and sent them after Bonnie and Clyde. And they're the ones that ended up catching and killing them. It's actually a fascinating piece of history, apparently because there were six people that ambushed Bonnie and Clyde and pretty much and, and just shot them to death. Like that, that was what they did. They shot them to death. No arresting them because apparently Bonnie and, there and Clyde was no, were eh, put, stick them up, Shane. Uh, in the movie, there was there was like one yeah there was one line of show your hands, and then they ended up just firing on these fools, which was probably the, the smart move. I guess Bonnie or Clyde was renowned for just shooting his way out of trouble like whenever the cops came he would just he would just murder cops like whatever so wonder if they ate each other's butts they got so they got the text but i think it could have like it was too slow there was too much just like boring dialogue and 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 they they between these old guys yeah they rested too much on like the connection between old woody harrelson and kevin costner i think they should have used a couple flashbacks i don't really ask for flashbacks much but was old when you say old kevin costner and woody harrelson is it them in like prosthetics to look all ancient no no. they're they're just old now you know no just how they are now probably yeah they were playing age appropriate roles yeah but it, it was like guys that have like shuddy said that have been retired so all like in the movie, Kevin Costner's character is a fucking badass, and everyone knows it. Everyone knows Kevin Costner's dude is a bad motherfucker, but like he's an old guy who's retired. So in the movie, he's just kind of this lame old fuck. Like they don't really give him that much grit until like minute ninety five, where they tell this badass story about how they went to like some Mexican hood, uh, or or I don't know, some like Mexican gang of robbers kept like pulling some shit and he ended up just shooting him down and murdering them and every it was a story to show off how badass he was but they saved it until like minute 95 and that was fucking lame but we got to get off the easter egg and get out of this review so uh to wrap it up before we completely lose kevin my score is i'm biased here because i really love the, uh, the actors in it and i was really hoping for a big movie but i fell asleep so i'm giving it a one seven it was, it was pretty whack, dude. I'll I'll blow one point seven dicks. <laughs> See, I thought it was I thought it was a middle of the road movie, a three, a three dick. Cool. It's slow, but it's good, and it's visually uh, pleasing to the eye. I think it was shot well. Uh, you didn't see very much of Bonnie and Clyde at all. It barely. I know. I think. That Horrible. would have been made it a little bit more interesting. Yeah, because they're the fucking. 
I think they, yeah, like, they're cool. Other than I'm, seeing I'm 10 seconds of what they were doing and then 20 minutes of the cops of the, of Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson's character getting to that point, it would have been better to see more of that plot line. I is, think is Dustin Ibarra in it. Nope. <laughs> Already losing more points to us. Dude, 1934 Texas was surprisingly progressive. They had a, a woman governor, and, and like, like, look, there's Clyde, get him! And Clyde's and, like, how dare you assume my gender? <laughs> and she's the one who I'm ended, triggered. <laughs> who ended the Texas Rangers, and when the guy who, uh, who played Arthur Lee Allen and Zodiac... Uh, you know the the bald headed dude who was creepy. You, you know, you know what I'm talking never about. Never saw Zodiac. You never saw Zodiac with G- yes, Joe I Hall. did. I just blurted that out randomly for some reason. He uh, also played Drew Carey's cross dressing brother in the Drew Carey Show. I'm sorry, I I'm floored. I can't believe you've never seen Zodiac. That's you have to watch that as well. Uh, man, you are a big fan of long movies. Zodiac. Whatever. Show me what's your here. grade. Zodiac is uh, two hours three. and 37 minutes. You said three. Oh, all right. You're settling on three. Yep. From Los Angeles, California, we are the Mad Scientist Party Hour. You got me doing. I'm eating comfort food. 